really there yet. Are we almost close? Right? Right? It's yeah. Stupid. yeah. It's, it's dumb, man. I mean, that it makes sense, but it's it. No, 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 it doesn't. doesn't. It's annoying no. as fuck. You can either be nearly there or are we, we there? Be, are we nearly there or yeah. are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have a. Are your we brother close to leave? having arrived soon? <laughs> Want to make sure everyone stays alive through the show? Everyone good? You all good? Yeah. Everyone? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Thank you. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience you guys. in a show called Stab. Stab, hello. Welcome. Welcome to Stab, everybody. Yeah, thanks for clapping. Stab. Here we are at 1710 Broadway uh, in Sacramento, California, 95818, I think. I keep forgetting. 1418. Uh, we're here every Friday night at 10-ish. Uh, after other shows that no one shows up to, we have a full house. Uh, sort of. Uh, thank you for. Are you guys ready to meet your contestants? Let's go. Melissa McGillicuddy! <laughs> Melissa McGillicuddy, too! Luke Soyan. Luke Soyan. Christiana Dominguez. Staff. Jesse Jones. I'm your host, John Morris Ross IV. Thank you for being here on this beautiful week of celebration and... <laughs> Are you really the fourth? Yeah. Is there a fifth? No. <laughs> Will there be? No. No. I had the chance, but my... Uh, <sighs> my... Uh, Already had a sensitive subject here right off the bat. Cunt ex-wife. No, I'm kidding. Okay, sorry. I... Did she listen to this? Is she gonna hear that? Dropped hot. The mother of three of my children uh, decided she wanted to name one of them not John Ross the Fifth. Wait, did you uh, just have to look up the name? You like checked your phone. No, I was. It was. You know, what's his name again? <laughs> Like, so shit, many. I only know it's not John. Yeah, yeah. That's what I call him. Hey, yeah. not John. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's you want always. breakfast? You could have been a fifth. Yeah. Oh, NJ. He could have been Johnny Five. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, man. Yeah. See, now the cunt thing is justified, isn't it? Uh, debatable. Okay. <laughs> Just stood up for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, could have been Johnny Five. How fucking cool would that have been? <laughs> Yeah, if he was born in 1986. <laughs> and I would have said it in like a hacky Indian accent too every time. Oh, well, yeah. Like the movie, because racism was a little more okay back then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. Melissa, uh, you know, what? what's your deal? <laughs> well, you don't answer questions now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know what my deal is. Okay. I'm just here doing the show. Okay. You know? Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Luke. Yeah. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> I you know it's cause like I was trying to park earlier and yeah. then you like took the parking spot. Yeah. Remember that? I'm I glad we remember. talk. I'm is not mad anymore. Okay, good. Something? We can work it out. Yeah, we're talking about someone's vagina. Christiana. <laughs> <laughs> Why should we deport your husband? Uh, there's a lot of reasons. He pronounces okay. stuff like stereotypically British. Yeah. Schedule. Like it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is he British? He is, yeah. That's, that's hot. You wouldn't think so with the last name it Dominguez. Everyone thought I was like, oh my God, why you, are we do you know how many? Him? Do you know how many times I get the, like, wow, Dominguez must be a really rare name in England. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is. How how long did it take for the British to wear off like the honeymoon of the British? Uh, like, pretty early on, like it doesn't work anymore. You can't like get out of stuff or sound like he knows <laughs> it better just because it's in an accent. Mm -hmm. So what? you can always hear Mike. those those extra bullshit use in yeah. stuff like <laughs> color and honor Fav and. Uh, it. Uh, 
my uh, my kid had an accent for a long time, which is weird because like like she lives here, right? So I tried not to talk to her for as much of her <laughs> early days as possible, but she she can she's bilingual because she can switch depending who she's talking to. Really? Like she gets on the phone with the Brit family and she'll. Hello, mummy. Hello, Nan. Yeah. yeah. Mummy. Yeah, she gets she'll go hardcore. That's amazing. Brit, yeah. It's true. Thanks for talking to me. <laughs> Hey, Jesse. Hey. How many pieces of candy did you eat at work today? I didn't have any. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I've, I've uh, foolishly decided that uh, November, I'm, I've, I basically uh, outlawed, outlawed, God damn it. Took me three tries to say outlawed. Um, well, all of the, all of the C's to. in my life. There's no caffeine. There's no cookies. There's no, there's no candy. But plenty of cock. Oh. <laughs> Or no, well. Yeah, I spelled that with a Q. <laughs> Perfect. All right, on to the written material. Let's play stab. All right. Quack. 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 This first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, people on stage. Uh, please take this acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that November is Healthy Skin Month, everyone, you know that? Uh, mm. t- today's acronym is SCAB. S-C-A-B. SCAB. Mm. Melissa, what does SCAB mean to you? SCAB means stay creative and bitchy. Okay. What started off as a small group of soccer moms in Philadelphia has suddenly swept the nation. Uh, Basically, different groups of women get together and they do crafty things. Mm -hmm. Vision boards, wind chimes, uh, (laughs) DIY sex toys, (laughs) you name it. Uh, But they don't take any shit. Not from any man and certainly not from you, Carol. (laughs) If you're listening... Of course you are, always listening and judging. (laughs) Stay creative and bitchy, because it's important to be creative, but it's also important to be bitchy. That's right. Thank you very much, Melissa McGillicotti. Very good. You guys even have the same part in your hair. Okay, sorry. Okay, I was just looking from like, oh my God. All right, Luke. We have the same fingers. That's (laughs) weird. (laughs) Oh, okay. You can't see this on the podcast, but they're measuring weird. hands up like yeah. the hands my are the hands same. are bigger. So are they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Very good. <laughs> Everyone's uh, taking so many pictures of this. Luke. <laughs> we want people to see it. Luke. I do too. Um, scab. What does yeah. it mean to you? Well, it was Bobby's birthday. I bought balloons. I blew them all up myself. I got very tired. Uh, after that. Then I baked a cake myself. I didn't even use a mix from a box because I'm a bad bitch. I made it from scratch. <laughs> I invited everyone personally, no Facebook, no social media, just so he couldn't accidentally see the event. I told everyone not to tell Bobby about this surprise birthday party. I fucking told them. And then Gary, this fucking guy, Gary, who no one even likes because he's from Springfield. You know how people from Springfield are, John, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, anyways, he, he goes to Bobby and asks Bobby if he's going to be at the party. Bobby was like, WTF, Gary. And Gary was like, oops, cat's out of the bag, I guess. People from Springfield say that shit. <laughs> I had to cancel the whole surprise birthday party. We ended up going to fucking laser tag. Yeah, you know how that is, John. Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Bobby doesn't even like laser tag. You know? You, I already, oh, yeah, I already said you know, John. And this was all because... <laughs> And this was all because some cunt asked Bobby Scab. <laughs> Very good. Cunt making a second appearance on the show. Very good. I was excited when you said it. I was like, it's okay now. From, from, from the, 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 <laughs> the cunt conduit is now primed. <laughs> cunt conduit. There's so many titles for this episode right now. Right. <laughs> Cock with a Q. Cock with a Q. <laughs> all right. Please say cunt. <laughs> Christiana. We need we need something other than a straight white male saying well, cunt. I, the, on the joke show. I was gonna make was now for like the third appearance. <laughs> right. Like uh, Self-deprecation. I was too, but you're British. Oh. You're half British now. <laughs> <laughs> By marriage. Yeah. yeah. So cunt doesn't 
It's yeah. a compliment there. I spell it with a yeah. silent K. <laughs> okay. so. very, very good. Uh, <laughs> what does scab mean to you? Uh, well, actually, you know, I feel I probably should have run this by you before because I'm going to give away some inside baseball here. So pull back the veil and like, so you know how this show works in the background, actually. <laughs> um, so scab's a unit of measurement, which most people don't know. Um, but, uh, well, it's a unit of measurement that contains a unit of measurement, which is a bar, which is a rating of pressure. Okay. So, like, you know, if you know storm's coming, it's like low bar. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. So don't look at me <laughs> like I'm going to answer that part of it. Um, but what it stands for is stab comedy approximate bar. Okay. So it's the unit of pressure that's applied to performers based on every prompt. Okay. So prompt is how you say prompt. that word, I think. <laughs> I don't know what a prompt is. British. Say it's, a different it's British. Yeah. It's, a, it's French. It's a silent T on the end. Yeah. Um, yeah so like this, this segment has a scab of about one. Okay. Um, segment three was a scab of about six. Okay. I don't know what the scale is. Because <laughs> I didn't have time to, I, you know, I don't know. But... <laughs> You should just know when we get to segment three that's like a six. That's when it's high. Six scabs. Six scabs. <laughs> Very good, Christiana Dominguez. I'm assuming you were done. I'm assuming you're done. Very good. Jesse Jones, oh, yeah. scab, what's it mean to you? I'm not used to reading off my phone. Not that anybody cares. Um, hmm? What? No one would have known. I know. I can edit it out later. <laughs> I, have, I have that power. Uh, scab, yes. Um, it's election season. In case you somehow haven't heard the nonstop screaming about how one initiative will either kill you and your entire family <laughs> or just murder you and your pets. <coughs> or how one candidate thinks you should suffer forever without the release of death. <laughs> or how their opponent thinks that's a fate too good for the likes of you. <laughs> Seems like every year or two or four, however this works, <laughs> we're presented with at least two or four, or however this works, <laughs> candidates that we, we just have to hold our noses and vote for. And that's why me and my partners at SCAB are here to help you make the most informed choices possible. And while the quality of candidates we have to choose from aren't something we can necessarily do anything about right now, we can help console you with the knowledge that we at SCAB understand that sometimes candidates are bad. <laughs> I know! <laughs> this may seem like a crazy idea which goes against everything we understand and hold dear in our political system. But sometimes candidates are bad. Sometimes one, sometimes even both are just plain bad! <laughs> but we still gotta vote for somebody. For example, Let's take uh, to one of the races here in California, the race for state county enforcement general, an important post, I think we all agree. <laughs> well, just the quickest Google searches on a, either of the two candidates uh, will tell you that one of them is a filthy registered party clown, <laughs> while their opponent is a filthy unregistered party clown. <laughs> How can we trust either of these people to enforce general county states effectively? <laughs> God, this is too long. Um, <laughs> they're all too long tonight. Uh, no time to edit. For Office of Educational Communication, the front runner, the front runner, mind you, once told a child that they can't die because they're too cute and only ugly children die. <laughs> Meanwhile, their opponent's campaign manager is a telepathic scorpion who is puppeteering his hapless candidate. Which one of those people would you like to communicate educationally? Think about the children! <laughs> and both candidates for regional defense magistrate are 100% imaginary as it is just a position that I made up and that's not a thing. So, uh, now armed with the important decision-making knowledge that I've provided you, we at SCAB encourage you to make a more educated choice while knowing that neither is going to be that good. We're sorry. There's not much we can do. Sometimes candidates are bad. <laughs>
That was reorganization. Which brings us to our next segment, the second of five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Did you get the dating profiles one? I did. I got them all. Okay. <laughs> just, this happened before. That's why I'm It didn't feel like five. No, I saw okay. the note that was like, just so you know, this document is three pages. There are five prompts. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm we've, sorry. Had, we've had it happen. That, we've had no, I know. There's only a reason. That, yeah. you know, something That's why that line exists exactly. in exactly. the prompts now because like, in a way, like when you, you read like a contract or something in the office and you skim down and you see this line, why the fuck is that in here? Because it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody has to say specifically. Yeah. No, I figured that's exactly No why. shitting in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying anybody in particular did this. Look, I right. didn't see the sign that said that, so I thought it was okay. You did, you that's know. all right. We blamed Luke. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like Security blaming, camera's right. blurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Classic. I'm a scapegoat always. <laughs> this next segment um, is called uh, the top three Google searches of. Uh, please compose the top three Google searches from the perspective of the following, uh, which would be zombie Freddie Mercury. That's right. If Freddie Mercury were a zombie, what would he search on Google? What would his top three searches be? We'll do uh, one at a time. Melissa, what's uh, zombie oh, Freddie Mercury's um, first? Dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> dick pics. Clearly. Yeah. Makes sense. Luke. Uh, okay, number one is, is it okay to wear two costumes at Halloween this year? <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury and a zombie. <laughs> I got you guys. I got you. Christiana. Are we the champions? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was close, but I'm just glad uh, nobody took my exact mm -hmm. cop out, though Christiana's awful close um, with my first one. Is this the real life? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Second? Dating app for gay, dead, zombie musicians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually did Google that. Yeah. And it turns out it's just regular grinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Robert Bess is feeling me on that one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Luke? Okay. Uh, I don't know which one to do. This one's kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> what is Pulse Nightclub? Oh. <laughs> 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 Boo. Uh. He has to know the history of the things that happen. <laughs> All right. Christiana. <laughs> He's dead though, so pulse makes sense. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like does he have a pulse now? <laughs> right, maybe, right. maybe that's what I meant. That's what okay. <laughs> <laughs> Christiana. Where to stream Highlander soundtrack. What? Episode title. She threw up a laugh. What? <laughs> 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 Jesse. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Is this just fantasy? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> trying to figure out what your third one's going to be. <laughs> Better not. You should know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, best way to go back in time and stop the movie Bohemian Rhapsody from being made. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I it's not good. It's not. It's not no. I haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> um, can AIDS kill you two times? <laughs> so dark, Luke. So dark. I did a roast battle last time I was here. I can't help it. That's what turns me still on about in, you. Still in roast mode. <laughs> you, you, 
You're Melissa's, like, Wario. (laughs) 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 Wah, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Christiana. Mr. Robot. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Because the guy in the... Thank you. She gets it. Explain it for me. Explain it. Because the guy in the... He's from... He's a very good actor. Yeah. <laughs> Rami oh. Malek. He's yeah. better than the work, apparently. So, like, he was a good actor. The movie, maybe like, he should. So, I mean, if I were Zombie Freddie Mercury, I'd be like, "Who's the guy who's playing me?" Right. He's, he's Are you happy now? <laughs> no, I, I am. Like happy in the sense of like <laughs> life. No. <laughs> happy that I got the answer. Yeah, short-term happiness. There we go. <laughs> Jesse Jones, <laughs> you motherfucker. There we go. How is Magic Johnson still alive? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was my other one I didn't do. Oh, oh good. Very good. Well played. Good, very because my backup, oh, I had a fourth just in case, which was just Galileo. So <laughs> All right, uh, let's keep playing this show called Stab. Uh, this next segment is called uh, This Was Today Once, uh, otherwise known as a Scab Six. Um, on this date, 1959. Oh, Melissa, this one's yours. On this date, 1959, quiz show scandal, 21 game show contestant Charles Van Doren admits to a congressional committee that he had been given questions to answers in advance. Also, today, is the International Day to End Impunity for Crimes Against Journalists. <laughs> How did you celebrate both these all mixed up? Uh, well, I would like to state for the record that I was given questions and answers <laughs> in advance of attending this podcast. What? Yeah. Um, you know, John wanted me to be on the show tonight, but he also wanted it to be funny. <laughs> and I don't know why he put funny in air quotes either, but... He did. Um, So that's how I celebrated the first part. Um, To celebrate International Day to End Impunity for Crimes Against (laughs) Journalists Day, um, I first looked up what impunity meant. (laughs) I feel like it's one of those words you only hear on an episode of Murder, She Wrote, or (laughs) Perry Mason. I mean, no one actually uses that word, right, John? So I looked it up, and I was still a little bit lost, because you know how when you look up a word and they give you a sentence Mm -hmm. to kind of make it easier for you to understand? Uh, Well, this one confused me even more. It was laws were flouted with impunity. So I looked up flouted because (laughs) turns out I don't know what that means either. Uh, And flouted means to transgress against or contravene. (laughs) And then when I realized I didn't know what contravene (laughs) means, um, I actually, I killed myself. (laughs) In fact, together, Freddie Mercury and I have taken possession of this 12-year-old boy that you see before you now. And for those of you in Radio Lane who can't see me, this was funny because I am a 35-year-old woman who resembles a boy in sixth grade. <laughs> Named Luke Soyan. <laughs> that's, that's me. Very good, very good. Very good. Let's give her a hand. Very good. <laughs> Luke Soyan. You were slapping someone's ass. <laughs> Do it um, again. Luke is clapping one handedly against his. Don't meet the thigh. fantasy. Okay. Or having sex with someone. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Luke is a world class Foley artist. Don't give away his <laughs> secrets. I worked on The Lord of the Rings, the third one. <laughs> Just slapping your leg during sword fighting scenes. I can't do the sword noise on this microphone stand. This is the wrong kind. But uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> sword noise. Mic stands are on back order right now. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I have one at home. Do you remember the part where the steward of Gondor is eating? Yeah, it's really gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. Those cherry tomatoes pop on his face. Yes, I hated that. Disgusting. Anyway, it's my least favorite part of all three. Anyway, hey, <laughs> Luke, on this date. 
This is the second time this week I've referenced the Lord of Gondor's eating. <laughs> Lord Denethor, steward of Gondor? Yes, yeah, steward of Gondor. Yeah, steward of Gondor. I, lo- I love when he, f- when he dies and he... Fa- spoilers. And he falls off the... <laughs> <laughs> and he, he falls off the thing like a tear of fire and Gandalf's just like, and so passes Denethor, son of Ecthelion. <laughs> wow, like, I am so sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> no. But for real though, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You're only 12. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even alive yet when they came out. <laughs> you guys! <laughs> Luke <laughs> on this date 1988 the Morris worm the first internet distributed computer worm to gain significant mainstream media attention is launched from MIT uh, also on this very date 2016 the Chicago Cubs defeat the Cleveland Indians in the World Series ending the longest major league baseball championship drought in 108 years uh, how'd you celebrate all that um, all right. Well, first I gave my I gave like five women my Morris worm, <laughs> which which I think is what John Morris IV calls his worm. That's so right. I do. Yeah, I'm sorry for the plagiarism on that. But, That's okay. Um, but yeah, I spread that virus around. You know what I'm talking about? Then uh, they, they didn't they didn't like it when I said I'm giving you my virus worm as I came into their pussies. But oh my god, my it's god. Cunts. But it's my yeah sorry cunts and it but it's it's my day to celebrate so whatever and um then, then I watched then I watched Back to the Future two because that's the one that almost predicted the year the Cubbies won the World Series twenty fifteen in that movie right yep spoilers I think so. and um I only watched Lord of the Rings that's all <laughs> it's okay that's like one of the greatest movies ever I jet so then um, while I was watching that movie I jacked off to the mom in the movie because there's something hot about how dumpy she is <laughs> in the in the old person makeup it's I don't know I don't understand <laughs> so so then I then I went to see my therapist about jacking off to that and we didn't fully work it out but I think we made a lot of progress so I'm gonna see her like next week or maybe <laughs> See what, that's what I did. <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Oh my God. Christiana. Let's get let's get this train back on moral tracks. Uh, on this date, 1965, Norman Morrison, a 31-year-old Quaker, sets himself a fire in front of the river entrance to the Pentagon uh, to protest the use of napalm in the Vietnam War. Uh, Also on this very date, 1988, a Mexican radio station erroneously reports that Mike Tyson died in a car crash. Uh, How'd you celebrate these things? I just Together. like to point out everyone else got like game shows and <laughs> computer worms and I got a, a guy set himself on fire. <laughs> so it makes it a scab six. Scab six. That's <laughs> so, okay, last year on this date, I built an octagon for luchadors, but this year, that was too much trouble. So... <laughs> this Don't you mean Ocho-gon? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No, I was using the British. Um, so, but really, there's no better way to celebrate Mike Tyson still being alive than an annual viewing of Ken Burns' entire Vietnam documentary, <laughs> which doesn't it doesn't actually mention Norman Morrison at all. Um, but in his honor, while I watch it, I eat some oatmeal because that much war documentary can really like back you up. Okay. And so, I mean, it's really upsetting, so you're like, err. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but oatmeal, like, keeps you going, right? Does it? So, <laughs> I do that. It's fiber. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. <laughs> like, doctors tell you? I mean, everybody, I think everybody knows this. I use Raisin Bran, I don't. Okay, that's oh. fair. So, I mean, those are the... <laughs> Those are the main things I do, and of course I make sure that I stay off of Garden Highway because seeing rivers are very triggering. (laughs) I don't want to think about Mr. Morrison, a Quaker, normally peaceful people. Oatmeal. Probably crying out for the help of friends. Yeah, that you just (laughs) Sorry, I am an asshole. (laughs) Not because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. 
So that's how I sell. I mean, it's a somber day, you guys, because it's like <laughs> death. I mean, I don't know if it's more sad to know this guy died or more sad to know that Mike Tyson's still alive. <laughs> and right? either way, thank you. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Mike Tyson, the convicted rapist, still on TV for some reason. Okay, I, he served his time, I guess. Okay, uh, just what are we doing here? Jesse Jones. Yeah. On this date, 1993, actor Roger Moore, James Bond, uh, has his enlarged prostate removed. Uh, yeah. I forget what Jared I write sometimes. <laughs> Also on this very date, 1991, Jermaine Jackson releases the song Word to the Bad, an anti-Michael Jackson song. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you choose to celebrate these things all together? Well, little known fact, uh, Roger Moore asked the doctors after his procedure to keep his removed prostate, which is now preserved in a jar, which he keeps on his desk, and that he named Sean Connery fans. <laughs> <laughs> In honor, with a U, <laughs> of what an enormous pain in the ass they were during his tenure as double something something. <laughs> and so it is in honor of enlarged prostates, pains in the ass, and in the case of the Jacksons, asshole brothers, <laughs> that we celebrate this the second day of Movember, the month-long awareness program that helps bring attention to men's health issues. Uh, that we're going to like to do our part to spread the word about a clinically proven technique to help men alleviate pent-up stress and frustration. The kind of toxic feelings that can be a poison if you keep them bottled up for too long. Science has known for a while that the best way to let it out and unburden yourself of these toxic feelings is with a sick beat backing up a fire-spitting diss track. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to be careful though when practicing this unorthodox medicine. Uh, in the Jackson's feud, for example, Jermaine's diss jam, word to the bad, two Ds, <laughs> was so hot that it completely engulfed his own career. <laughs> in the hot fire he was spitting, the diss track is only to be attempted under the supervision of a professional. Uh, even going back to the Bond franchise, for example, example, George Lazenby's track targeting previous Bond, Sean Connery, titled... Double O, just go away. <laughs> was so universally whack that Connery had to return to the franchise just to undo the damage done by Lazenby's shoddy beats and jank ass flow. <laughs> so remember, this Movember, if you're a man over 45, be sure to get your butthole fingered by a professional. <laughs> Check your balls for irregularities every now and then. And if someone in your life does you wrong, get yourself a top-tier producer and a rhyming dictionary. <laughs> and everything will be all right. Very good. That was, this was Today Once. Two more segments. The first of which is called Dating Profiles of the Fictional and or Non-Fictional. Uh, please have composed... Uh, dating profiles from the perspective of the fictional and or non-fictional people slash things. Uh, Melissa McGillicuddy, uh, please let's hear the, the dating profile from the perspective of Johnson & Johnson's No More Tears shampoo. Cool. Uh, username, no underscore more underscore tears underscore. <laughs> <laughs> About me. Girl... I know you have been hurt by other shampoos. <laughs> I mean men, other men. I know you have been hurt because you are on this sketch-ass dating app with 11 pics of you with, with your kids and 41 selfies of you with different Snapchat filters. <laughs> wow, this about me section has really turned into about you. But that's the kind of man that I am. A giving man who, on occasion, will squirt shampoo <laughs> into your eyes. <laughs> but I promise it will not hurt, and thus will result in no more tears. <laughs> the most private thing I'm willing to admit. 
I may have an unhealthy obsession with getting into your eyes. <laughs> but don't worry, I won't make you cry. That is my promise. It's a money back guarantee. You have nothing to lose except me if you don't take advantage of this offer. In fact, if you call in the next 20 minutes, you will be guaranteed a date with me. Favorite song? You probably thought I was going to say Baby Don't Cry by Tupac. And maybe that was my favorite song at one time, but now it's No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande because that really makes more sense. I mean, even if I get in your eyes, there will be no tears. I don't know how to make this any more clear. Also, it's just a beautiful song that really showcases Ariana's vocal range. <laughs> Very good, Melissa McGillicuddy. Ozzy Osbourne used also had a song literally called No More Tears, but uh, I didn't expect you to know that. <laughs> At 12 and all. <laughs> Sorry. Very good. Luke, uh, let's hear your dating, pers- dating profile from the perspective of soup and salad, all you could eat. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a username, but Melissa inspired me, so my username for this is EndlessBliss69. <laughs> General info, I can be anything you want me to be as long as it's soup. (laughs) (laughs) Or salad. You want to get wet? Minestrone, show me your boobs. (laughs) I'll ladle myself all over them titties. (laughs) You want to get crinkly? I'd like to Caesar that happen. (laughs) Body type. I'm like an infinity pool that you can't fall out of. Because I'm endless. Or a, or a nice pile of leaves in the fall. Either way, I'd like it if you jumped into me. My self-summary. Can you handle all of me? I guess we'll find out. I'm a cheap date. 69, I mean, six ninety nine, and I'm all yours. <laughs> Literally all of me. What I'm doing with my life. Filling people up with bullshit at the Olive Garden all day, every day. <laughs> I'm really good at keeping the poor satiated. <laughs> I thought that one was going to be good, but I guess <laughs> that was my favorite one. My goal. <laughs> I don't like poor people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm jo- uh, my golden rule. Fondue is not soup. It's a bullshit food popularized by hippies. Sorry, that's not really a rule. I just get really hot and sour about it. <laughs> There's a smiley face in there. and It's a salty subject for me. Six things I could never do without. A bowl, a spoon, a fork, grated Parmesan, crackers, one of those nice cloth napkins, you know, for spills. Wink. (laughs) Winky face. (laughs) And a colon to get digested inside of. Oops, that was seven. I'm naughty soup and salad. (laughs) The The last show I binged. I don't need to binge on TV. People binge on me. A perfect day. A perfect day. You eat me all day long. Eat me out all day long for $69.99. That's it. Very good. Luke Soyan. Stupid salad. All you could eat. Christiana Dominguez. Please let's hear the dating profile from the perspective of Barnes & Noble. Username. No borders. <laughs> The heart is a lonely hunter, and it's been a hundred years of solitude, but welcome to the jungle. I'm looking for my beloved, someone with whom I can share my Moby Dick. It's a first edition. (laughs) I got some good earth that will send you into the wild. We can hang at my crib. It's the house of the Seven Gables. You know, the house on Mongo Street. I've had... There's not a super literary crowd. I heard Into the Wild. I'm like, okay, Okay. I see what she's doing. (laughs) I've had my brushes with crime and punishment. But don't let pride and prejudice hold you back. Our love is destined to be an odyssey. All these are movies, also. (laughs) Don't get on your high horse. (laughs) 
I want you to light up my heart of darkness. <laughs> so let's turn it up to Fahrenheit 450. Can't go to 51. Because that catches You have fire to read to get that die. one. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to leave you with this thought that I've got a Harry Potter box set for you. There it is. So come on. Become a member. You won't want to bid a farewell to these arms. <laughs> Very good. Christiana Dominguez. Just flicking our IQ up just a little bit. I, I have read none of those books. <laughs> that was... Well, that makes all of the rest of you. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was like a scab eight for me. Yeah. <laughs> it needed like more Lord of the Rings for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a book. <laughs> That's a book, you know. That's a book. That's a book. It's like four books. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of books. Four. All right, uh, Jesse Jones. Yeah. Barnels and James. <laughs> Barnels and James. Yeah. This is gonna be real topical. <laughs> Hello. My name is Frank Bartles, and you remember Ed James. <laughs> Seeing as the last time we were seen was back in 1991, we decided that the only Lonely Hearts platform that made any sense for us was the video dating personals presentation, which was so popular near, the, near and around the same time that we and our Bartles and James premium wine coolers were. If you are familiar with our commercials, as you have almost no right to be, <laughs> then this will be an entertaining reminder of when wine coolers were all the rage and how comical it is that that was. <laughs> if you are not, which we assume you are not, then we will have to rely on our down-home charm and magnetism to endear ourselves on an entirely new, uninitiated audience. <laughs> and Ed has always said that our Bartles and James premium blush is a real panty dropper. <laughs> the Thanksgiving holiday is almost here. And if you are anything like Ed and myself, then the rise and fall of your premium wine cooler empire has almost certainly prevented you from having much in your life to be thankful for. <laughs> so why not go down to that wine cooler bar? You know the one, the sad, sticky one that is clearly almost 30 years past its prime. And find yourself a special someone, or a special enough for the night someone. <laughs> to share a new Bartles and James premium pumpkin spice. <laughs> it basically tastes like if you were drinking a Bartles and James premium cinnamon spice and someone walked past you whispering a pumpkin pie recipe to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. It is like Ed always says. Drinking a Bartles and James premium wine cooler with a stranger is better than drinking alone on the bathroom floor, <laughs> sobbing and quivering and wondering where it all went wrong. <laughs> and as always, thank you for your support. Very good. That was dating profiles of the fictional and or non-fictional. Oh, those poor men. You. Poor old man. What was that? Nothing. Phone. Snitch. All right. That brings us to our final segment of the show called uh, Movie Makeup. Uh, please compose a synopsis based off the following movie titles. Uh, all movie titles are brought to us by WordCounter.net's random word generator. Again, because I got lazy. All right. <laughs> Melissa McGillicuddy, the name of your movie is called Mother Spit. <laughs> <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan has <laughs> has wowed us with such films as The Sixth Sense and, well, pretty much just that one. 
I guess The Village and Unbreakable were okay, and okay, Signs was legit. Anyway, he's returning to the big screen with a film that is sure to fuck with your head. Mother Spit. We all know it. The all-purpose cleaner that eliminates popular stains like grease, grass, dirt, and spaghetti. That's funny. Mother Spit. Starring Academy Award winner Meryl Streep. As you guessed it, Mother Spit. Now, I don't want to give too much away about the film. You know how M. Night always has crazy plot twists. Okay, fine, you twisted my arm. <coughs> Mother Spit is actually Father Semen. <laughs> Very good. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a twist. <laughs> Quite a twist. Semen coming up a lot in this show. <laughs> coming. Oh, my God. Ugh. Luke Soyan, uh, first of all, that was not funny, what I just said. Uh, I want to acknowledge that. This is my favorite episode I've ever been on. I this think. is a good show. This I'm really, really having, having a good time. Fun. How about you guys, huh? Did I ruin it? That was unnecessary, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I like doing that when there's like almost more people on stage. <laughs> what about the people in the back row, standing room only? <laughs> Someone break up that brawl in the back. <laughs> There must be ten people involved in that brawl. Oh shit, they're fighting back there with slaps. Put down that sword. Alright, there we go. It's a wrong mic stand. I can't do it. Wrong mic stand. You had me there until that sword line. Sorry, fuck. Sorry. You should have said baseball bat. Did you just try to paper? It's a perfect baseball bat. You just tried to paper cut me with. You were trying to console me with a paper cut. It was a love tap. That was a love. Okay. That also All cut right. you. <laughs> love hurts. Luke. Okay. The name of your movie is called The Fog Pancake Aftermath. <laughs> the okay. Fog Pancake Aftermath. I don't know what I wrote. I mean, I know what I wrote, but like, just if it's weird. Okay. <laughs> what do you? And I'm gonna read it kind of more like a pitch, like a student, like I'm okay. t- like I'm telling you, like a friend, and I was high, and I thought of this. All right. Okay. Okay. What do you get when you when like Pet Cemetery and Jackass exist in the same universe? <laughs> <laughs> the fog pancake afternoon. Okay. Okay. When beloved Jackass star Ryan Dunn was killed in a horrific car crash prank. Secretly engineered by douchebag bad boy Bam Margera. It could happen. The rest of the guys laughed about it for four hours straight. Because it was a really good prank. When they finally stopped laughing, Steve-O farted in Dave England's face and they laughed for another 25 minutes. (laughs) Then after that, though... Oh, wait, I'm reading this in the past tense. I meant to read in the first... The now tense. (laughs) It's present. Okay, but present tense. That's, yeah... It's my other half. Or I don't know. We came from the same egg. I don't know what. Okay, anyways. So after, after Steve-O farts in Dave Lingo's face, after that, though, then they're all like, what are we going to do? We still have 45 minutes of this movie to shoot. And then Steve-O's like, I got fart in Wee Man's face. It would be easy. No, look, see? Because he's like, his butt's the same height as Wee Man's face. So then he farts in Wee Man's face, and they all laugh. And then Preston Lacey's like, I want to eat a sandwich. Anyone have a sandwich? And then Aaron McGahey, who I don't remember, says, do you remember that guy? He's yeah. like one of the yeah. other extra white guys they had. They have like two He's of those. He's the guy that in the, in the second one that he dressed up like uh, with a bomb and then was in the cab. Oh, that I need guy. to watch that one again. And I remember he gets, that. Yeah. He's just forgettable, that's all. You know, recently, or sorry to interrupt this. <laughs> recently, <laughs> I, just, I watched Jackass 2 the other night for some reason. I was watching and, Jackass 1 last night. That's and, why I wrote this weird thing. <laughs> and uh, Lindy, Lindy and I were talking. I'm like, which Jackass guy would you fuck? Right, and she said Aaron Aaron McGee. Right, oh. yeah, that's the one. She's like, no, he's kind of like you know, he's the guy that ate the piss snow cone. That's yeah. like, what you remember. Uh, oh, okay, that's yeah. it. But I, I was thought like, that was really Dave England. I don't. I like I confuse I, those two. I thought you would fuck Chris Pontius, Party Boy, or you he know, has or really good body, or Johnny Rock Knoxville. I don't. Yeah. Know. Anyway, but Johnny she, she said, <laughs> she said Aaron McGee, yeah. which is weird. He's being brought up again. Yeah. yeah well, we're in, we're in the Matrix. We okay, are. Go ahead. Matrix face. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> 
And then, so yeah, so then Preston Lacey's like, I'm going to get a sandwich. And Aaron McGahey's like, go find one, you fat fuck. And then they laugh. <laughs> they laugh at everything they do. And then Johnny Knoxville stands up and he's like, shh. And, his clo- and he stands up so fast that like his colostomy bag like swishes. And they're like, ew. You know, because he got gored by that bull one time. And, uh, and he goes, guys, I have an idea. And then it cuts to a cemetery called and this is what the sign says on the cemetery. It says, Pet Cemetery, but not the one from that book. <laughs> and then it's like stormy and rainy, and there's mud, and they're, they're, like, they're giggling, and then they're dragging Ryan's mangled body through the mud with a golf cart. <laughs> it's so funny, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then when they, they, they just find like a random grave, and they dig it up, and it's like, it turns out it's the grave of a great Dane named Giorgio. <laughs> um... <laughs> And Wee Man, Wee Man takes one of the dead dog's paws and he ties it to his keychain and he's like, it's a rabbit's foot, LOL. And they're like, oh, that's good. And then we'll put that in the movie. And then, uh, and then so Johnny's like, all right, we bury him in the grave and come back in the morning. He'll be alive again and we can finish the movie. I don't know if this impression is good, but I don't care. And um, so then they, they bury Ryan Dunn's fucked up body and leave. And then back at the hotel, it's like only 10 p.m., so they do like another stunt they make up called Naked Waiter. You do the math. And um, <laughs> in the morning, they forget to wake up. This one's long, I'm sorry. They went in the morning, they forget to wake up because they're jackasses, duh. And then, in fact, after waking up around 2.30 in the afternoon, they just completely forget about Ryan Dunn's body. So not even their manager remembers because he's high also on cocaine and stuff. And... um. I lost my yeah you the quaaludes he he found them anyway so meanwhile Ryan crawls out of the grave and it's like and it's like three p.m. because he doesn't wake up early either and he's like those fuckers killed and buried me and then he laughs for forty five minutes to an hour because it's a good prank it's really funny. Ryan gets out of the grave, but his arm is missing. Cut to Wee Man, who has the whole arm strapped to his back like a fucking samurai sword. He's chasing kids around at a park. It's another one of the things they're doing. It's really funny. And Ryan decides to do his own prank, so he shoves a giant novelty quarter up his ass to outdo the toy car thing he did that one time. And he looks into the camera and he says, I'm Ryan Dunn, and this is giant novelty quarter in my asshole. He shoves the quarter up his ass, no condom this time. And then, meanwhile, the guys are doing another stunt. This is, it's almost done. I'm sorry. And then... Where they body surf on AIDS blood or something. <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, giant pancake-shaped fog clouds begin rolling in, like in the title. Uh, one of them, one of them hits Chris Pontius right in his erect dick, just knocks, knocks him into the AIDS blood. He pops up and he's like, "Dude, I have AIDS now." <laughs> Ryan, Ryan skateboards in on the AIDS blood, butt naked, farting on everyone. This December 2018, Jackass, the Fog Pancake Aftermath. <laughs> Very good. I really felt like I saw the whole movie. Right, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't leave any, anything out. There's deleted scenes on the DVD. <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes. The deleted <laughs> Right. Christiana, <laughs> name of your movie. It's called Beef Rage. <laughs> beef Rage. Yeah, but you gotta say it more like Beef Rage. Beef Rage. <laughs> so this is a. Uh, it's like a suburban cautionary tale, starring a badly miscast Emma Stone as Ms. Froman. And Cameron Diaz as Ms. Bailey, two young moms whose beef over carpool line pickup etiquette <laughs> turns into an all-out rage. <laughs> <laughs> it results in the, spoiler alert, death of Mr. Froman, a tired-looking Patrick Dempsey, and the disembowelment, yet somehow not death, of Mr. Bailey, played by Justin Bieber. <laughs> But in the end, over a casual 4th of July barbecue, they put their differences behind them and say, let's never have a beef again. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Christiana. Very good. Very good. 
Jesse Jones yeah. in the show uh, with your movie makeup title, uh-huh. Lethal Polish Mountain. Ah. <laughs> Lethal Polish Mountain. Okay. I wasn't entirely sure. Or Polish Mountain, whatever, yeah. whichever yeah. way you went with it. I don't know. Let's see which way I did. <laughs> Near picturesque Zakopane, glistening atop Tarta Mountain Range, along the Slovakian border, there is one most lethal mountain, <laughs> which no one dares approach. And why would you dream to dare? Atop this mountain, is the most powerful weapon in the, of entire Polish Navy. <laughs> a nuclear submarine. <laughs> nuclear? Of course nuclear. It has five microwave ovens. <laughs> because obviously, and how else would the Polish government think to make protect the border? Little Polish mountain! <laughs> Jaromir Markowski was decorated Polish soldier with 48 successful kamikaze missions under his filthy belt. Jaromir also very much Polish genius, an inventor of most successful Polish invention, the solar-powered flashlight. But when Yaramir's commanding of admiral is m- murdered dead, he must avenge his memory and the memory of the other four soldiers who died digging the Polish admiral's grave to fulfill his dying wish of being buried at sea. <laughs> Danik Kowalski, once a very successful Polish loan shark, Known for lending out all of his money and skipping town. <laughs> has made transition to very famous Polish terrorists. Known in underworld as Charmouth. <laughs> a name he got when on first attempted terrorist attack. He burned his lips on the t- tailpipe of the bus he was attempting to blow up. <laughs> Danik was caught and tried for his crime of admiral murder, <laughs> but escaped execution due to unexpected misfire while standing center of Polish firing squad circle. <laughs> you have no idea the level of research I did this <laughs> Yaramir, very hot on tracks of Danik, discovers computer with all incriminating evidence Yaramir could maybe need to put Danik away for crimes, but is foiled when he tries to read files only to find it impossible, as clever Danik destroyed Polish evidence by with the use of whiteout on the screen. Intrigue even follow Yaramir home to his Polish house. (laughs) He come home to wife and four strong Polish children for comfort and rest. Yaramir and wife Julka settle on just four children because they hear a study which say one in every five babies born in the world is Chinese. But it is during peaceful rest that Yaramir convinced that Jolka has been compromised by Danik when he finds on her dressing table a bottle of Polish remover. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately culminate in big chase with Yaramir chasing Danik through mountain submarine and catch him when he slammed Donik's arm caught in the screen door (laughs) and pinned him down to the glass bottom found standard in all new Polish Navy boat so it's easy to see old Polish Navy boat. (laughs) 
Little Polish Mountain. Go see today. But if you want cold drink, be sure to bring on ice to theater. There is no more ice in Poland anymore. They lost the recipe. <laughs> Polish. Uh, that is stab. That's the end of stab. One more time for everyone you see today. Melissa McGillicuddy, Luke Soyan, Christiana Dominguez, and Jesse Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more uh, stab, check us out. We're on Spotify now. Uh, listen to us there or wherever you want. Uh, come back every Friday at 10 o'clock here at uh, Stab Comedy Theater on Broadway. I'm your host, John Ross. Thank you.